0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Before
1: we get into today's episode, I Love You So Much Live is coming to Nashville March 3rd with special guest Shannon Ford, and then Chicago March 27th with special guest Lauren Elizabeth. We have tickets on sale now, Normal GA, as well as Meet and Greet. I'm very excited for these shows. Get your tickets now, and I will see you guys there. I've got visions of my. People tell me that I'm crazy I tell them that's exactly it. I've got reasons for my absence people tell me that burn
0: out. I tell them
1: I'm not like the rest of- hi y'all Merry Christmas happy early New Year's Eve happy holidays whatever you guys celebrate I hope you guys are having a really festive cozy week okay today's episode we have Lindsay of we met at acme on the show and if you guys know me, the past like year and a half, almost two years at this point, I went from like always having a boyfriend to not dating at all. And so having her on the show, I was really nervous and I was very intimidated, having literally nothing to do with her and more of like my own insecurity and my lack of dating experience in the past year. But she was incredible and I really loved having her on. She also has obviously another podcast with the network, We Met at Acme, that I know is like everyone's favorite dating podcast. So I thought it would be good to have her on and kind of, you know, whip me into shape. And I was asking her all of the hard-hitting questions you guys had. We're talking dating anxiety, first date etiquette, do's and don'ts of dating apps, spicing up a long-term relationship, friends with benefits. I mean, we're really going everywhere. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. As always, you can watch it on YouTube, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, leave a nice five-star rating interview and, and I will literally love you forever. Hope you guys enjoy and let's get into the episode. So I'm a little bit worried to have you on the show today. Why? Because here's my thing with dating. I have always had, for the most part, I've had like long-term boyfriends, or there's always been like someone around, right? And I realized that like last summer, and I said, you know what? I think it would be good for me if I was just single for a while. Mm -hmm. Okay. And now it's been like a year and I have so much peace on my pillow every night that I just like don't I I just like don't date anymore. So now I'm scared. I know you should you'll probably get back into it. I know, but like I don't it's an issue. So that's why I'm having you on the podcast. And that's why we're l- answering listener questions. Oh, yeah. You know, because like I know nothing,
0: but mm-hmm. I just
1: I'm like really But also, like
0: you are 25. And exactly. that's such like a blessing that you can just literally not date if you wanted to for the next like four years and then date and get married, you know, mm-hmm. that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah, probably.
1: I just have achieved such a level of inner peace that like it's hard for me to give this up, you know? Yeah, yeah. For whatever reason, my followers like asking for boy advice as well. And I'm like, I don't know why you're asking me. Yeah, so I decided yeah. to bring a guru on everyone and you will be answering them. I love it. Wait, I didn't know
0: we had been recording this whole time. Oh, yeah. We right. That's oh, hilarious. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love yeah. that. That's like the most casual like beginning. Ever. Oh, yes.
1: I don't intro. I yeah, just go yeah, straight yeah. into it. I'm, I'm obsessed with that. Okay, great. I love that. So I needed you on to answer all the questions because like I can't give good advice. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Also, does it like not... Like you talk about dating obviously like all the time Mm -hmm. and there's never a time where you like don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I always want to talk about it. That's so crazy. I up until a year ago, I would have been like, yeah, it's fine. But now I'm like something about it. Just like, I don't know, like stresses me out.
0: Yeah, I get that. I think I would probably be stressed if I felt like any pressure around it, you know, Mm -hmm. but I think because I'm always I've always like loved dating and been into it and thought it thought of it as fun it doesn't stress me out
1: yeah I should think of it as fun which is also interesting because I mean I'm literally host and I'm very outgoing and I'm so like I am good with people it shouldn't be like that it's not even that it's like scary to me it just seems draining to me
0: well I think it sounds like you love your routine right now and that's so hard to give up when it comes to dating
1: yeah. And that's, that is actually what I say. I'm like, I don't want someone to mess up my routine. So we're going to be talking, obviously all things dating. We have lots of questions. We're going all over the place. I love it. So like, Let's we're going to start everywhere. off with like more of a beginner dater and then things will get like spicier and crazier by the end. Perfect. One person wrote in, I want to go on a date. I have no idea what I'm doing or how to start dating. Like how do I walk in and do that? Like they're like really overthinking like, the small details. What should I be focused on? What's a healthy mindset to have going into situations like that?
0: Like walking into a bar? Yeah. Okay. Don't ever walk into a bar expecting to find like your husband. That's like actually toxic energy walking into a place, like being like, I'm going to find someone right now. Like you're forcing it way too much. To this person, I would say, walk in being like, I'm going to have a good night. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to make at least one new friend, like talk to one new person I've never spoken to before. But most importantly, enjoy myself with the people I came here with. I think they might be talking about like if they're meeting up with someone at a bar.
1: Okay. Like I think they're talking about like, oh my God, when I walk in, like I don't know where to look, like really like social anxiety almost.
0: I see. I think you just like kind of smile, like soft smile. You can smile into your phone a little bit. Like you don't have to like walk in immediate eye contact with this person. Like that's aggressive too, you know? Mm -hmm. Like once you're face to face with them, then like you give them a hug. Always hug when you're meeting someone from like a dating app or on a date. Like not like a crazy embrace, but like a little (laughs) like side hug, you know? Like I I feel like it's too awkward to do like a kiss on the cheek. It's too awkward to do a handshake. You definitely aren't kissing them on the lips. So do a hug, make sure you have eye contact with them. But you don't have to walk in, like, with a mission to, like, oh, I'm meeting that guy, you know? Yeah. Also, side note, completely off the topic of dating,
1: you had Ellen Hildebrand in your show, right? I did. So we went—my friends and I went to Nantucket, like, a month or two ago, well, in August, however long ago that was. And we went on, like, a whole Ellen Hildebrand-inspired trip, and we met her within, like, an hour. We've been DMing her, too, but we met her just, like, randomly within an hour— I mean, this island is small and it's it's not that crazy. And it was the best time ever. But they were all like, oh my God, she was on. We've been acting. You have to listen. So I listened and I loved it. I love her.
0: She's amazing. And I actually had that exact same situation in Nantucket. No way. I was there for like a few days. Went to a Pilates class. She was in the class. Oh yeah. I think she like
1: post her Pilates schedule. On Instagram too. So, like, I think people go there to meet her. It's actually so crazy because, like, she is the Kim Kardashian of Nantucket. Oh, fully. She made Nantucket. Like, it is so wild her impact on tourism there. It's crazy. I mean, like, people,
0: every time I go on vacation anywhere, someone there is reading one of her books.
1: Yes. Oh, it was crazy. And we stayed at the Hotel Nantucket or at the Nantucket Hotel, which is what Hotel Nantucket, the book. It's like based off of. So it was literally everywhere. And on, even on the planes, which like the planes are really small because it's all like connecting. Right. Even on the planes, like every single person had it in their bag or was reading it. Stop. Imagine having that much power in life. That is insane.
0: It was I crazy. Also, I think I would rather like I love Kim and like I'm going to end up taking this back because I want to be Kim any yeah. day. But like I almost would rather be like an Ellen in Nantucket because it's like so yes. small and like. Everyone there, like, is just so like loving than like a Kim in the world, you know? Yeah, it's kind of like big fish small pond. Exactly.
1: Yeah, and I agree with that because also, like, I am not strong enough to be Kim Kardashian. No one is. I don't know how she does it. It's crazy. It is actually wild, and I think there's certain things that I let roll off my back. whenever Like, there are people who can handle it better than others. I would never, ever, ever, ever be able to do that.
0: No, like I read one thing negative about myself and I'm like spiraling for days. Like I'm (laughs) inconsolable. Okay, but the other thing is I, this is my biggest fear. Like what if you write a book and people, which
1: inevitably people will shit on it. But I feel like writing a book is such a like labor of love. It's so vulnerable, even if it's fiction. If I were to write a book and someone were to leave like a bad Goodreads review, that would set me off so much worse than someone like telling me that I'm like ugly or something.
0: Well, that's kind of like what podcasting is when you get a bad review because podcasting is like your book, and then someone's like, "I fucking hated your book, and your book sucked, and the review one star <laughs> for your book, hated it, one star." Yeah, podcast reviews are hell. They're hell. If you're listening to this, write a good review. Yeah, please, five star on both of our podcasts. Thank
1: you. Okay, so back to the questions after our little book break. So, dating and ge- anxiety in general. I'm kind of like summing up a ton of questions that were sent in my little Instagram ask box, but there were a lot of people who had a lot of anxiety around dating. And I'm
0: wondering you as a dating expert, has this heightened since 2020? Definitely. Okay. I mean, everyone's just social anxiety in general has been heightened Mm -hmm. since 2020. I think even like extroverted people who love interacting are struggling. I mean, does that have an effect on why you've haven't dated in a bit, you think? No, I think they're
1: totally separate, but I can, may, actually, maybe, I don't know. No, I don't think it does. But I definitely feel the, like, social anxiety thing. I I overthink things a little bit more than I used to. And I'm very outgoing. I'm very social. I'm actually introverted, but, like, I'm very outgoing. And I feel, like, socially awkward. So I think that I had a big breakup during the pandemic, too. So I, like, it was, like, I wasn't by myself, you know?
0: Yeah. I think more than ever, there's, like, comfort in our phones than in like real interactions with people. And that's scary a little bit, especially when it comes to dating. How did you meet your husband? We actually met when we were 25. We ran, we like kind of met at a mutual friend's birthday, but we were both like in relationships. Then we re ran into each other when we were 29 at a party on in New Year's in Miami. Wow. On New Year's Eve and like stumbled onto the dance floor at the same time kind of thing, which was really nice. At 25, are you into him? So I wasn't thinking about him like that because I was literally with my boyfriend at that party, <laughs> but also because my friend had a crush on him. So like in my mind, he was off limits.
1: Got it. But then when you guys ran into each other again, were you like immediately? Into then him?
0: when we ran into each other again, I was like, wait, what? Like what's And I texted the friend who had a crush on him because she's our mutual. And I was like, what's Steven's deal like? How is he still single? Like, explain everything. See, I like that story. But
1: what is, like, the ratio of people in your personal life that met in real life or met on
0: apps? Weirdly, more people met in real life. But that's less and less common. The reason that is is because a lot of the couples I know are people who, like, were always peripherally connected to other people. So like my good friend and her husband, we all were in like the same kind of scene in high school, but they weren't close, the two of them. And then like they connected later. And that story comes up a lot. Okay. Out of your married, coupled friends, how many of them broke up when they were dating? Oh,
1: none. I ask this all the time because it's very weird. I know a group of adults
0: and every there's like, probably, like, six couples, every one of them broke up when they were dating. Isn't Actually, sorry, one couple, one couple, now that I think about it. But, yes, I do think that's weird. What were the reasons? Like, what was the general consensus for your friends? Well, they're older than me. Most of it, I think
1: they're, like, 10 years older than me. Some of them, I think that they were probably just, like, young, and that was kind of, like, the thing to do. A few of them just had a little more, like, traumatic circumstances. Yeah, of all of them. I don't yeah. know.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think like I'm of the belief that if you go on a break or you have to break up, it's like not a good sign. But there are so many exceptions. So who's to say? Yeah, but
1: I mean, I don't want to do that. I I would like to be like, well, I guess I'm not one and done at this point, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, you know? yeah, of course. No breakups. Well, I
0: think when you meet later, like it kind of is one and done, which potentially might be your trajectory. Yeah, it
1: sounds like it. Okay, do you believe that a guy is ever not ready or is it a cop out? He's not
0: ready to date you because he doesn't like you enough. Yeah. So I'm like okay Nick Tiger. Like, uh, <laughs> I dead. agree Wait, we, it's so funny because I just interviewed him like on this couch literally last week really and we have the same birthday oh really mm-hmm. so our that's, advice is similarly very cutthroat that's so interesting but it saves
1: you a lot of time oh yeah like don't beat around the bush
0: mm-hmm.
1: okay my boyfriend keeps talking to a girl I have a weird gut feeling about what do I do
0: your gut feeling is right you're a woman yeah, always yeah women's intuition never lies it's always right do you think she should break up with him? Well, he's he's flirting with her or read I think it she, again? she just said it, she has
1: a weird gut feeling about it. He keeps talking to a girl. So yeah, No, no. Means. He's yeah, he's
0: no. for sure cheating already or like setting the like the stones or whatever, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. to setting it up to cheat.
1: So what do you think if Okay, so if a if a girl is feeling weird, I would say 99.9% of the time there's something going on. Of course, always. But just in general, like let's say she's feeling, she has a gut feeling about something. She can't prove it. You just
0: need to be out. I mean, you're going to get gaslit if you ask them probably. Yeah. So if you want to stay in, then you ask them and then you accept being gaslit and then you believe them. But if you really, really know this, you know, then you got to go. Like I had a situation like this where I was dating a guy who was living in London at the time and I was in New York And I had this like weird gut feeling that he was, well, it wasn't, it's also like you get clear signs. Like this girl had commented on one of his photos. And I was like, I've never seen this girl before. And she's pretty. And you've got to feel comfortable to comment on someone's photo. Exactly. I'm like, I've never seen her. She's pretty. She commented on his photo. They're having sex. Like they are for sure (laughs) seeing each other. Yeah. And I asked him about it and he gaslighted me. And then of course it was true. So it's like how did you end up finding it was tr- finding out it was true? I and and this is like it brings me back to such a dark place because yeah. if you have to even think about doing this, it's so over. it's not even funny, but I had to go through his phone.
1: yeah. so what are your thoughts on like passwords and going through people's phones?
0: Not okay, ever.
1: yeah, I agree. never.
0: But you also if you're in a relationship where you think that you need to go through their phone, that relationship should end. then you shouldn't be in an exactly. like I've never once been like, oh, I should go through my husband's phone. Never.
1: Yeah. I feel like during the holiday season, people focus so much on gifting others and then they forget to treat themselves too, okay? This is the perfect time of year to treat yourself and I have just the right place for y'all to be doing it. We're talking about Every Jewels. That's E V R Y. Every Jewels. They have the cutest, affordable, and trendy jewelry. The pieces are so high quality, yet so affordable. I also love how there are so many different styles of pieces, so there's something for everyone. What's even cooler is the brand was founded by a girl named Britt, who started Every in her parents' basement at only 22 years old. I love the messaging she puts out on social media because it really sets the brand apart from others. She has built such a great community and bond with her customers, sharing every part of her journey as a female founder from opening five stores with no brick and mortar experience to her struggles with mental health and how it impacts her day to day life. You can shop every Jewels at evryjewels.com and I even got a little code for y'all use code IOSM podcast at checkout for 20% off your entire order. Again, that is IOSM podcast at checkout for 20% off your entire order at everyjewels.com. Again, that is IOSM podcast at checkout for 20% off your entire order at everyjewels.com. I'm Ariel Laurie, host of the Blonde Files podcast where every Wednesday I cover all things wellness. After nearly dying from drugs and alcohol six years ago, I've been on a mission to live my best, most fulfilled life, and I'm sharing everything with you. From how to achieve optimal health, well-being, and fulfillment, to the best beauty tips and even cosmetic procedures, I cover it all with raw, candid conversations with experts and inspirational guests. Make sure to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. I don't know if y'all have heard, but the Macy's mobile app is kind of brilliant, okay? You can take your shopping to a whole new level on the Macy's app, stay on top of online orders and returns, or take advantage of their price-checking feature, which is incredible. Plus, Star Rewards members can get special features like Star Money updates and exclusive savings sent right to their phones. You guys can download today for iOS and Android. In the new year i'm kind of looking to revamp my style a little bit so i feel like this is going to be my go to app the thing that i appreciate the most about it though is the returns feature and how easy it is to stay on top of returns i hate to say it but i'm incredibly lazy when it comes to returning my online shopping and sometimes it makes me not want to online shop at all because I, if I don't like it or it doesn't fit or it's just not what I'm looking for, I will just never return it and I waste money. But this way, the Macy's app is really helping me with staying on top of returns. I like being able to order and browse on my actual phone. I love the price checking feature. That's amazing. Also, just all the perks in general for the Star Rewards members are incredible, okay? So again, you guys can download today for iOS and Android. That is the Macy's mobile app. Again, download today for iOS and Android. What was the biggest mistake you made in dating in your 20s? Oh my God, so many. But I
0: think (laughs) staying in situationships that didn't get defined when I wanted them to get defined. Did any situationship get defined? Honestly, no. The only one that was like leaning, leading towards being defined is one that I didn't want to be defined. Yeah. But whenever I really wanted it and like let it go past the three month mark, it never did.
1: If you could go back and tell yourself like at 25 in the middle of dating, like your mid 20s, give yourself one piece of advice or a warning. What would you say?
0: If you're confused about how they feel about you, they're not interested. If it's hot and cold, it's no. Like if you're like screenshotting the conversations to send to your friends, be like, what do you think this means? Or like grasping onto straws, like he said I was hot, whatever. He's not interested. Like when you're comfortable and like when he is interested, you don't have to do any of those things. Like it's so obvious, you know. Yeah. Also just that I imagine that feels very like peaceful. It is peaceful as is following rules because like, you're never chasing, you're being chased. So it's never a confusing situation of like, am I, are they into me? Do they want to date me? Seriously? You know the answer.
1: Where did you meet the most single guys in New York that Ac- were like worthwhile, but not Acme? Sorry.
0: I was literally going to say I'm like, Outside of Acme. Yeah. Um, I think through other friends. So a really important resource and one that ended up with me having a husband as a result was college friends, high school friends. We right now, my entire
1: friend group in Dallas is either our high school friends, college friends or our co- everyone's college friends, high school friends. That's all our circles. Perfect. We keep saying none of us are dating and we keep saying like, out of all of us, there's got to be a few that end up together. Oh, you'll see. There will be. I don't see anyone
0: together now. Do you think that will change? Like, did you feel that way? That will definitely change. Okay. Yeah. It always ends up happening. And it's like, it's not like, for example, there's a couple that just like sprung up and it's my husband's high school friend and his high school friend's college like girlfriend but it's like she wasn't in the mix before you know like that mm-hmm. will not happen a lot where it's like oh like I didn't even think about like these like college friends that I had like it was a different group from college you know Mm-hmm. let's say you're starting on the apps give me like four photos that you're choosing in your go-to prompts okay I'm choosing a photo at least one photo of me alone without sunglasses on at least one photo smiling at least one photo with friends because like I have friends. Look, I'm normal. <laughs> Duh. And I would probably throw in a photo of me with my family because I just think like- Wholesome. Wholesome, but also like guys like are obsessed with like women's moms. Mm-hmm. And like, I want to be like, look, my mom's my mom's a hottie. Like, oh, check my it out. mom
1: is so hot. And the yeah. amount of, if I can post her at any point, I'm like,
0: yep. You know, exactly. Exactly. And what was the second part with the questions? Prompts, questions. Oh, okay. So I'm like, I want to be funny. I saw one recently that was like, believe it or not, I it was like a hinge prompt. And the person wrote, took an Uber recently for less than one hundred dollars. And I thought that was cute and like cheeky and funny. Like Uber Uh is so fucking expensive these days. It's a a
1: very timely one. It's
0: a timely one. It's smart, whatever. I saw another one recently that was like, all I ask is that you, and they're broken up now, sad RIP, but it was like support Kim and Pete. And I thought that was cute. Like it was just, you know, silly, Mm -hmm. not serious. And then I probably put something that like has to do with me and like who I am. Since I have a podcast, maybe I'd make a joke like, just be like I'm trying to think of the prompts off the top of my head but something like along the lines of like if we go out doesn't mean that like you're gonna be on the podcast don't worry you know something yeah, like that. yeah that's
1: good when you were dating was that ever like like how did you like navigate like obviously I'm talking about all this on the podcast like obviously before you got married
0: meaning like how did I how was I open with people about the fact that I was like talking about them yeah I didn't talk about everyone. That's the thing. And I actually hated when I would go out with a guy and they'd be like, don't put this on the podcast. No, it's like, don't flatter yourself. Yeah. Fucking loser. Shut up. (laughs) Yeah. Like you wish that you were podcast material, Uh but you're not. But now I'm going to say that you said that and nothing else about you. Make you look really dumb. Exactly. I think like confident guys like didn't even like bring it up. Like they just thought it was cool that like I put myself out there and did X, Y and Z. Do you bring that up if you're on a dating app? No, I don't bring it up. I just know friends. And also, I don't really
1: talk a lot about my dating life because for the most part, I've dated friends of mine. So I'm in this weird thing where like anyone that I've dated, most of who I've dated are still kind of in like a circle around me. And it's more so I just like don't want to… If I was dating people who like were not connected to the rest of my life, I would be like, fuck it, whatever. But like I'm more reserved in some aspects. With that being said, I feel like it's not that hard to, like, figure things out. Like, I'll say shit, like, randomly. So I don't, but I do think… I ask that because it is annoying just in general when I meet a guy and someone brings it up somehow. It's somehow in the conversation and then they talk about it and then they, like, will make a comment of, like, oh, well,
0: let's be on whatever. It's it's something about it. I don't know how to describe it. It's like like, an ick.
1: Yes. It, like, really drives me insane.
0: Yeah. It's such an ick. And it's also, like, so selfish it's like it immediately makes it about them and not the fact that yeah. like you have a podcast with like actually interesting material and it's like oh I'm gonna be material because you're obsessed with me it's like yeah don't know don't flatter yourself yeah okay
1: obviously the ick is like such a big thing these days and everyone's talking about it do you think okay what are your thoughts on the ick in general and a lot of the questions were like how do I stop getting the ick and I just feel like you don't like the person if you
0: you keep getting the ick. I would agree that you don't like the person if you keep getting the ick, but like there are some like silly icks that like you shouldn't be taking so seriously. Like there are some things that like my husband did when we were first dating that I was like and then I just like moved on or like I was like don't do that ever again. You know? Like there's things that you shouldn't what are some necessarily examples give up. of like small icks. He once like like, did this, like, voice that, like, he thought, thought was being cute. And I was like, no, that's, <laughs> that's, no. Stop. Like, yeah. that just, like, dried me up. Or, like, <laughs> or, like, a dad joke, like, he would make, like, to the waiter. Like, I'd be like, absolutely never do that again. Like, again. But I think, like, a more serious ick would be, like, if he were rude to a waiter or, like, if he, like, had, like, really gross hygiene or, like, something like that that, like, I'm, like, this is more, like, deeply a problem you're actually
1: just gross yeah Yeah,
0: I can't do that yeah
1: yeah I what are your ex okay I don't know how to describe this well but the way that someone walks oh like their mannerisms Mm -hmm. if there's and I can't put my finger on it because it's just a yes or a no yeah I get it but like just the way they like carry themselves and I think a lot of it like speaks to confidence I like really hate insecure guys but then like you I don't like a cocky guy, obviously. Just like a guy who's like really comfortable in their skin. Right. And I feel like a lot of that is like somehow related. Obviously, people being rude, but I live in Texas. So people are just like really not rude. Right. But in general, like I will say if someone's rude, it bothers me so much more than the next person. Like even this week in my hotel, the person was like, and I travel all the time. I lived in LA for years. Like I'm not just like in Texas forever. But someone was rude to me and I'm like, I get, I was literally like plotting her demise. Like in my head, I was like, if I was here, I would like be, if I own this hotel, I would come like, it's like goes extreme. Like I'm like planning like her downfall. But that's because you're sweet. And like, you wouldn't do that yeah but it just like really bothers me like more yeah than the next. so that's just like obvious but i feel like there's something about like mannerism something about like a guy running like if you think about like a guy running with like a backpack on oh
0: my god like that's like not it that's, that's not so the vibe there's, that's so funny you can't it's do that it's so funny that you say that because like any other guy would be like Ugh. but for some reason my husband is like so cute running with a backpack on but maybe that's You're just like love. love maybe that's just love
1: no but i think I think certain guys can pull it off. Yeah. I had this theory when I was in college. I, for whatever reason, like went through this period of time where my friends and I were like obsessed with guys with buzz cuts. So like every guy around us, like guys that I was dating and like friends of ours, we like got them all to shave their heads. And uh, I don't know why we were doing this, but like if you can pull off a shaved head, you are so hot. It's true. It like it is. You were actually it's like Channing Kata. like back in the day. Like it's a very specific look. Opposite of an ick, but yeah, I don't, I don't like when someone's like looking for validation,
0: yeah, or like something. I'm like, what do you think Ugh. about guys who say that they're confident? You're not confident. Agree. Oh confident. my god, that's an ick to me too. Yeah, but that's
1: what I'm saying. It's like I'm like treading on like weird water when it's like they have to just be yes, yeah, not just confident, but like you have to be like comfortable in your own skin to the point where like you're not. Like, you, you're just, like, down. Like, you're fine, you yeah, know? Yeah. But, yeah, the guy says that they're confident, they're not No. at all. Mm-mm. You know? I don't really feel that way as much about girls. Like, I just, for some reason, I feel that way about guys. Yeah, no, same. But a, girls can get away with a lot more than, than a guy yeah, can get away course. with. Yeah, of course. Duh, we deserve that, I okay? Agreed, at least. How to not obsess over who they're following?
0: Ugh, it's so hard. I was just talking about this on another podcast this morning, and it's, like, it's so sloppy when a guy is, like, commenting blowing up like swimsuit models like Instagram like it's just so sloppy like that isn't it we all stalk Instagram models like girls guys Uh like trans like literally that's all we do like they're so fucking hot you know but we are not commenting blowing up their stuff I mean maybe we are as women to like hype them up right but like if if I were a guy stalking a swimsuit model and like I had a girlfriend or whatever it was someone I'm interested in, I would not be like blowing up my own spot like that. No. Like that's like Instagram purposely shows us like the person we're friends with comments. So like it's not a good look. I think it's gross.
1: Well, that's what I always think is so weird when someone finds out their boyfriend is cheating on them and that's like the start of it.
0: Like that's so easy to not do. So you're easy. You're like asking to get caught. Exactly. You're just like leaving like Breadcrumbs about your behavior when in reality, like just just stalk if you want to stalk. Like it's also like really
1: embarrassing when a guy is following like all these hot girls and like none of them are following him back,
0: which is like common.
1: Which is all of them. I don't know. For me personally, like that when I see that is an ick. Like that completely turns you off to someone for some reason.
0: But what about like the. Standard guy follows like the M. Rada, like the Jen Seltzer, like those kinds of girls. I don't re. I've never really thought about it because I will say,
1: weirdly enough, like all my, like most of my even guy friends in Dallas, like they don't, there's a few who do, but most of them like literally only follow people that they know in real life. They don't follow celebrities, they maybe follow Barstool, like they just don't follow, like they think it's weird that like people would follow someone that they don't know personally in real life. And I'm like, all right guys, like that's literally my job. Yeah, But like so many of them just don't. So unless they have like burner accounts, but they're they're like weird, which they might have burner accounts, right. but they're like a weird group of people. So I just like haven't really thought about it. That's
0: a really good poll question. Like, do you follow people you don't know in real? Like, like, like let's say you're not an influencer. You're not someone with a big following. Like, do you follow celebrities? Do you follow those kinds of people? people you don't know in real life or do you just follow people you do know? Because I actually only follow people I know. Really? I'm following a shit ton of people, but it's only people I know. So like, you don't follow like Kim Kardashian? No, I like will go stalk her, obviously. I'll go look at her yeah. page, but like on my day-to-day feed, it's it's people I know because it's like too much noise otherwise.
1: Yeah, no, that's smart. I definitely follow like a lot of people that I don't know. But I like both of it. I also think, I think it's the norm to only follow people that you know. And I actually think that's a better way to go about Instagram. So with that being said, all those guys are like looking up these girls. I'm sure, but they're just not
0: following. Exactly. So, I mean, I don't really know. I mean, best case scenario, they're not on Instagram at all.
1: Yeah, I I completely agree. That is actually, I'm looking for someone who's not on social media at all. But like thinks it's cool. Yeah. You know, like has to like somehow be into it. Uh-huh. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. There has never been a better time to get into therapy, okay? It would be nice if life came with a user manual. I would love that. Life gets difficult. I, there's transitions. There's change. There's heartbreak. There's career change. There's setback. There's relationships. There's becoming a parent. There's a lot of things that we don't know how to do. And while it would be nice to have a user manual, unfortunately, we don't have one. But we do have therapists who are trained to help us figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills. So that makes therapy really the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. I have been in and out of therapy since I was in the fifth grade. I'm 25 now and I've been back consistently for, I want to say, I mean, we're coming up on three years, two and a half years. And therapy has single-handedly been the best thing I've ever done for myself I've learned really healthy coping skills. I become a lot more empowered. I've been able to deal with trauma and just change in my life. And so much of my life has been benefited from therapy, whether it comes to just my mental well-being, my emotional well-being, my relationships, my vision for life. Like everything in my life is better because I am in therapy. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service. They have matched three million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it is affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match the therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It cannot be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash Kinsey. That's hel slash Kinsey. Okay, what are your thoughts on second chances? And then what are your thoughts on second chances involving cheating?
0: Mm. So two-part question. What else are you giving a second chance on if not cheating?
1: I don't know, but a lot of people said second chances in parentheses not cheating.
0: So I don't know what these people are. I think both is probably a waste of time, honestly. I'm pretty savage. Like, I'm pretty cutthroat. Like, why give someone a second chance? Unless you have, like, kids together. I don't want to, like, go into that because, like, who knows what. People would do, right? But why give someone a second chance if, like, you could be with someone who wouldn't need a second chance? Mm hmm. There's just, like, you know,
1: I personally don't think I could ever give a second chance to a cheater. Like, yeah, I would be so no, there's just no way. I would be like seeing red. Like, I've given, they wouldn't want a second chance for yeah, me, exactly. You know,
0: I've, well, like, once the trust is broken, like, yeah, it's, I've given second chances in actually non cheating situations before, like, one guy broke up with me and then he was like I regret it and then I took him back and then he did it again so no and then I've been there yeah and then the opposite I broke up with a guy I was like wait I regret it I asked him to like be back together then I broke up with him again
1: and more often than not like okay there's like a grieving period when it comes to breakups right and more often than not people come back or you come back when you just haven't gotten to the next stage of the grieving period you were to just give it a few more weeks
0: you're not going to want to go back to them yeah, just like literally meet someone new. Like, yeah. relax.
1: Like, move on. Uh-huh. Like, maybe if the exception, which I always i am like, this is what I like. I don't even know who said this to me, but it's like operating as if you are the rule and not the exception. Because everyone's always looking for like the loophole or whatever. Like, I'm sure there are people that like break up years later, come back together, things work out, whatever. I know a few of them, but don't operate that way. Yeah, exactly. And those people only ever work out because they went and, like, moved on with their lives and dated other people and, like, never planned on getting back together. Exactly. So, if like, it's not the uh thing.
0: Uh-huh. If you're thinking of it as, like, I'm doing X, Y, and Z to get them back one day, it's not going to happen.
1: Yeah, it's not going to happen. And it's going to be a m- very miserable, like, thing. What is your worst breakup and what's your best, like, heartbreak
0: advice? Mm. I would say probably when I got dumped on my birthday.
1: Why didn't I know that was going to be it? I was going to say, like, is there a breakup yeah. on your birthday? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. It was just, like, rude. You know, it was fucking rude. Wait, so they just, like, called you and said it's over on your birthday? No, like, it's actually more cringe than that. They (laughs) had, like, tried to break up with me two days before, but, like, I didn't realize that was what was happening. And then I got a text on my birthday that was, like, happy birthday, Lynn. And I was, like, what? Like, you're my boyfriend. And then he was, like... Do you have a second? And then he was like, Yeah, no, I'm not. Like we broke up two days ago. So like now I'm like breaking up with you again on your birthday. So you didn't know that he broke up with you? I had no idea. Like it just like totally. What was went the over conversation? I think he it was a conversation of like, do you see a future for like, and I was like He was beating yeah, up Yeah. Yeah. And then he was like, Oh, I don't know that I do. And I was like, Okay, we'll figure it out, you know? <laughs> 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 and you're just like desperate. <laughs> we'll, we'll make it work. Don't worry. <gasps> wow. Okay. Yeah. So that was your birthday. So obviously yeah. that was that was tough. That was tough. And then how to like move on from a bad breakup. Mm-hmm. I think it's so funny because I get that question so often and it's literally the same recipe. Like there's no like take a bath in like jasmine water. You know, yeah. it's like hang out with friends that make you happy. Like put your energy, channel your like heart, your hurt into something like artistic. Whether it's like baking or a podcast yeah pottery class like uh, getting into a new artist like band whatever start having sex with other people like just get back out there get like you know get into it like start dating a friend with benefits is always a good idea during that time and I also think like If you have an urge to reach out to them, like change their name in your phone, write the letter that you never send, you know, like all of those exercises are helpful too, but it's the same thing. It's like, you just got to do all of those things and repeat. And like, when you're feeling sad, let yourself feel the emotions, but like then pick yourself back up and like move on.
1: What's the art to the perfect like friends with benefits situation?
0: The perfect friend of the benefit situation. And this is, I have this down to a science, okay? <laughs> and this is, this is so good. If you don't want to fall for your friend with benefits as a woman dating men, this is what needs to happen. They need to be younger than you to the point where they're so young that you couldn't take them seriously to actually date. So smart. So these are like protect ways to protect your feelings while having a friend with benefits as a woman. Two, I'm not saying that they shouldn't like have that the sex shouldn't be good and like they should of course like make you come and whatever but like there's no way to say this without like sounding fucked up but like you shouldn't like like their dick do you know what I mean yeah. like it should be like a little too small or like yeah. something it's not you know? your ideal you're not gonna like get like hypnotized or dickmatized whatever they say mm-hmm. and three like they gotta be your friend like they have to be your friend or like maybe you become friends as a result of the fact that you're sleeping together. But like, it has to be like a respectful nature between the two of you. Like no disrespect, like no, like just the boundaries are set, like no sleepovers, like they text you after nine, like, and and then this is one that's just maybe just what worked for me, but like they come to you every time. Like Sorry. you're giving them sex. Yeah, you're getting sex too, but like you're the woman, like you're exactly. giving it to them in like a, you know, on a dish that's very easy for them to. Except so like they come to you, you do whatever, they leave. And obviously no dates, no sleepovers.
1: Okay, so how do you make this happen?
0: Mm-hmm. If
1: okay, let's say it's like a friend that you've had before and then you transition into friends with benefits, not someone that you meet and then become friends with.
0: And you're one hundred percent not gonna fall for this friend in another way because of the other things aligned that I mentioned? Yeah, because that's what I'm
1: that's what I'm mm-hmm. thinking. Like that's my issue too, is that I feel like the concern would be that feelings would just like inevitably develop. Mm -hmm. But that is like the most ideal situation.
0: That is ideal. I would say, what are your thoughts on hanging out? No strings attached. Um, Something like that. Another situation, if you're too concerned about that one, because you're like already friends, is like you go out on a date with a guy. Maybe they're not the person you want to like make your husband, but like you think they're hot. Smart. You text them and you're like, hey, like, same same text. Like, what are, your, what are your thoughts on coming, like, hanging out, no strings attached? Like, had a really nice time. Don't know if I see something serious, but, like, you know, what are your thoughts? Like, nine out of ten times, the guy's going to be like, oh, for sure. Oh, you yeah. Know? Like, what does he have to lose?
1: No, it's like the best thing for him. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, first dates. What day of the week? Where should we be going? How long should it last? And how long should we talk? If it's from an app, how
0: long should we be talking How many conversations? Like, how's this going? Doesn't matter what day of the week, honestly, but it has to be two hours or less because there's just no point in hanging out with a stranger for more than two hours when you don't know them yet. Like also leaves them wanting more. If you end up spending like a whole night with a stranger, like you don't even see your friends for more than two hours sometimes on a night like chill. And then I think like you're on the app, you banter a little bit back and forth. And then ideally they ask you. It shouldn't be like you're talking for like weeks and weeks. That's just a red flag. So how many days should you be talking before they ask you on a date? Like one, one or two. But at the same time, you should they shouldn't be like, hey, I'm John. What are you up to next week? Do you want to grab a drink? Because like then it's like, well, that's let like me too just, quick. Yeah. Let me make sure you're not a murderer. Then so we'll like two it.
1: days and then hopefully they're yeah. not a murderer and then you meet up. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you said drinks, right?
0: For two hours? Yeah. Like, well, I think drinks. If you don't drink, like you can go on a walk, get coffee. Got it. Got it.
1: Yeah, that doesn't seem that bad. No. I'm like, that I can do. Yeah. And this is what I would do. But I also like, I love, I have like a real weekend routine these days, you know, and I'm Mm -hmm. very, the other thing I will say is the reason that I don't have any interest in dating is that none of my friends are dating and we're all together all the time. So once one person starts dating, then I'll follow, you know? I see. It's just like everyone's single. So like, you don't want to be like the
0: odd man out right now. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want to do that.
1: But also I feel like I will just, do, like, drinks before I, like, go to girls' dinner. Yeah. And then you have a way out. Exactly. What if
0: conversation is, like, not good? That's exactly what you just said. Like, have a way out to begin. Like, you have to go X, Y, and Z after. And then if the conversation isn't good, you could be like, oh, I should probably do that thing, you know? Okay. I gotta head out, so
1: sorry. Yeah. At what point do you need to bring up, I don't really like the fact that it's bring up, but the DTR?
0: I think... And like, this is controversial and people have a lot of opinions on this, but you just have to let them like, you have to let it happen naturally. You can't be like, wait, what are we like? We've been hanging out for two months. Like, what are we? You know, like it just it comes from a place of like insecurity. If you're talking to them as often as you should be, then like, you know, they're not seeing anyone else. You know, it's heading in that direction. Just wait. And it will like they'll bring it up for sure. At what point is it like too long, though? After three months. Okay, perfect.
1: How to spice up an almost five-year relationship?
0: So hard, but I'd say like, are you always having something to look forward to as a couple? Like, are you planning a trip, you know, planning your next adventure, planning like a nice dinner, having like a date night in the works? Have you tried everything like, tried to explore everything like sexually that like you both are interested in? Have you like, you know, lived out each other's fantasies whatever that might be and like seeing them in different scenarios that you haven't maybe seen them in before maybe it's like role play whatever it is I think that's those are all good ways to spice things up like watch porn together watch like a new show that has like a lot of hot sex scenes what are good shows sex life on Netflix was really good for my relationship for I've sure. heard so
1: many good things about that show and I still haven't watched yeah
0: you need to But like, wait till maybe a boyfriend. Yeah, like, wait till I need this. So give me a couple years. Exactly. Okay, perfect. Okay, what
1: about long distance tips?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Long distance tips always have, like, this is similar actually to the last one, but this really more applies for long distance. Like, always have your next idea of like when you're going to see each other because that's exciting and like you want it to, you know, have something to look forward to. Know when the end date is of the long distance. Like, know when one of you is going to move or you're both going to go somewhere else. Like you're meeting in the middle, whatever it is, like know when that long distance ends and you can actually be together in person, get good at FaceTiming, like FaceTime sex, all that stuff, nudes, whatever you need to do. How do you not lose yourself in a relationship? This one was actually probably asked the most. It's such a good recipe. You just have to continue doing all the things that you did when you're single like continue being proactive about reaching out to your friends having your own life outside this person also like if you god forbid were to break up tomorrow like what would you have going on if the answer is nothing then you need to like be more proactive don't be like oh my god Johnny's going out of town like what are you up to tonight like no Johnny's in town and you're calling your friend and you're still making a plan with them seeing at least like one friend a week at least going out, like having girls nights, going on trips with your girls still, like you're not dead. Like you're still a person who should be functioning in your friend group. And like the most cringe thing that you can ever do and guys would feel this way too about you acting like this is like giving up everything for this guy, you know, giving up work. Like don't, like you don't really need to prioritize this guy until like it's serious. I mean, you do, but like, You can do both. You don't have to give up your whole life. Exactly.
1: How do you deal with friends that do that and then only hit you up when their significant other is out of town?
0: You just have to accept them for who they are. Exactly. And don't like drop everything in your life because their boyfriend's out of town. Like, no, you know? And like- But sadly at the end of the day, like the only person we can control is yourselves. We can't go off on that person and be like, You're only hitting me up because Johnny's out of town and I'm so mad. Like, who cares? Just don't hit them up because you know that they're like a fair weather friend. My thing with friends too is like if you have like
1: a complaint, it's like you either need to like obviously communicate that, or if you have and you know things aren't gonna change, you just have to like change your expectations of the friendship. Always. You know with
0: everyone in your life. Which is like
1: happening a lot in your 20s I think
0: oh my god all probably the time. throughout the
1: rest of your life but like 20s you're moving and like when you're in college you like live with your friends you yeah. know even in your 20s a lot of the time you live with your yeah friends. okay like what's your ideal timeline meaning to dating to being official to engage moving in together or whatever married yeah. moving in together at
0: whatever point well I have this thing called the three 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 and it's three weeks three months three years three by three weeks you should know if you like each other for sure by three months, things like should be defined, hopefully before three months, but by three months for sure. And by three years, you most likely know if you want to spend the rest of your life with this person. So mm-hmm. I think if you meet them a little later, like these timelines can be much quicker. You know yourself, you know what you want, you know what's working, what's right, what feels good, like what you're into. So things can change. But I think especially as a 25 year old, like that's a good timeline for for that. Did you have a non-negotiables list? Definitely. And it changed, like, a lot as I got older. Mm -hmm. I think the things that were always on it were, like, smart, warm, like, and then, obviously, more shallow stuff. Yeah. And, like, funny, you know, all of those things. I think as I got older, like, Religion never mattered to me. And then, like, it did all of a sudden. Not that it are mattered. Jewish? I'm right? Jewish, yeah. yeah. Not that I, like, needed to be with a Jew, but that it was just so much easier to, like, understand each other and where we we're coming from. My step are Jewish. Yeah. And I think
1: especially, also, like, Judaism is, like, such a beautiful thing with so many traditions. Yeah. That I totally see why that would be, like, a
0: pillar. Yeah, it's just, like, there's not a lot of us. And, like, to yeah. be able to, like, continue that whatever mm-hmm. is nice. And I think... It also, like, in addition to Judaism, like, cultural understanding a little bit was important as I got older. Like, I dated a lot of people from like Europe and from different places, and like, that was so cool and fun, and like, they were so interesting. But ultimately, like, my husband's also from New York, and we just like understand like the same things, like, we grew up on the same kinds of like trends and whatever. Yeah. yeah. What about you?
1: Wow. On my, like, list? Yeah. Okay, so, like I said earlier, I really like a guy who is, like, very comfortable with themselves. I like that in general with people, like, a quiet confidence. The, my issue— Here's where things are really, you know, iffy. I am really outgoing, but I can be really, like— Depending on whatever group I'm in, like, if I'm with my friends that are, like, from my hometown, I'm, like, really, like way more, like, chill and, like, I've known them forever, whatever— but if I'm around other people, I'm definitely the more outgoing person.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I need someone like a lot of people are like, oh, well, you just like need someone who's quiet. And like I actually don't think I need someone who's quiet because like I'll run them over. Oh, and like yeah. for some reason in a male, that's just not like it is a guy friend. Cool. I don't it doesn't bother me at all. But as like a romantic partner, it like weirdly makes me just like I'm not into it. Yeah, but I don't what I don't need and what I have dated that has been bad is like the loudest guy in the bar mm. that is not the vibe.
0: Yeah. That's bad. I'm similar to you. Like, so I would need an extrovert, yeah. but not but not like the coolest guy at the party.
1: Yeah. I like driven too. I don't really care what it's by. Yeah, Everyone yeah. says that. But I do have a list and I'm like blanking on what I have on it. But I just also family oriented. I'm like very family oriented. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I live like within like an hour. Most of my family now. Which I didn't for a while. So now I like actually care about that. My like niece is getting older. And like yeah. as I, I'm only 25. But, like as I, every year I'm more like I need to be around. So yeah, but the, also I need to date older. That's been my other issue. Especially like dating, like especially when I was like 23. That was such a, like, a, it's, a it's a rough time.
0: Yeah. For anyone, that, but especially guys. That I wonder if you'll stick to because I that was like for sure on my non-negotiables and my husband's my age and like it's fine. Okay, so it's not on my non-negotiables. I would actually rather date someone who's my age. Yeah, But I
1: think right now, everyone that I know that is my age, just like in my like circle of people, I'm like, I could never date. Like my friends and I always say this, like we love our friends so much, but like I would literally die before dating anyone like that. Because yeah. it's like, they're just, yeah, they're
0: 25-year-old boys. Yeah, exactly.
1: So I'm, like, I'm sure like maybe when I'm like later 20s or like 30, things will change. Yeah. But yeah, I'm like really not in a rush. I will go on dates. I will make you proud, okay? Please do. Okay, so let's pick the best one. Well, this is not going to be the best. I'm like setting this up. I just want to pick one more question. Okay, so how to not be scared or
0: awkward on a first date? I always say go into a date, a first date, like you're making a new friend. Like the way that you would on like a friend date almost like go in hoping to like learn about this person and like throw like the romantic pressure out the window. Just like you're going in, you want to know about this person. You're curious about them. You want to be interested, not interesting. Like stop thinking about how cool you can be and be interested in this person that's sitting in front of you. Like have this real human interaction and be like, what's like, like tell me about yourself, you know, get to know them Instead of worrying about, like, oh, my God, is, like, my chin looking okay? Whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. That relieves so much pressure, too, and anxiety. Totally.
1: Also, it's so crazy because I feel like the whole concept of, like, everyone being like, oh, do they like me? And it's like, well, do I like them? Yeah. That was not even talked about until like a few years ago. Totally. So it's actually, like that would have been so great to have grown up with that mentality even before dating. Like now it's so helpful for people to t- be talking about, but like it was just like not even discussed. It was always like, you know, it's yeah. crazy. Okay. Well, thank you for coming on. Where can they find you?
0: Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Everyone can find me wherever they listen to podcasts at WeMetadacme and at, we Met at Acme on Instagram.
1: Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed. As y'all are listening, I am off to Paris tomorrow and I am going to be in Europe for the week. I'm going to Paris, London, and Amsterdam. I'm literally so excited. If you guys have good recs, please send them my way. I love you guys so much. And I will talk to you actually on Monday with a 2022 Favorites episode. Love you guys so much. Bye.